0: You know the vibes! Another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K22. Myself, Mo Moethey, alongside your grandma's favorite player, Mr. BJ Armstrong. <laughs> and what a night it was around the NBA. We had a leak of who the MVP winner is going to be. We had the coach of the year being announced. Congratulations to Monty Williams. I don't think there's too much to discuss there. We all knew who's going to win it. We've spoken about it numerous times before. We could talk a little bit about the MVP later on. But first and foremost, No, we're not talking about the Golden State Warriors taking a 3-1 lead against the Memphis Grizzlies. We are going to talk. See, I didn't even ask BJ how he's doing tonight. Because that's how excited I am
1: to talk about (laughs) the man known as
0: Uncle Al. Al Horford Uh turning 36 in less than a month, looking like he's 26, dunking on Giannis leading the Boston Celtics to a win in Milwaukee without the Time Lord who was injured to tie this series 2-2. Now it's best of three. Celtics go home. they got two games at home. they got a home court advantage back. They did what they needed to do. BJ Armstrong, tonight's performance. Give me your takeaway.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> well, well, it was a really well-played game very I, I thought it overall was a very well-played game very competitive teams are going back and forth Milwaukee looked like they're going to pull away Boston comes back Boston looked like they're going to pull away Milwaukee comes back and then there in the fourth quarter I mean they really they just did an exceptional guy when I say they I'm talking about the Boston
0: Celtics oh yeah great win fourth quarter
1: great win Yeah, it's a great win. And 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 you know what? If you want to sum this game up, you want to say Al Horford. Mm -hmm. You know, Al Horford simply, you know, displayed today what a pro is all about. I mean, he he played like a a true pro. I mean, that was that was just a that was what that's the difference between a professional player
0: and an amateur player. If you, home, if you guys are home, if you guys are home, missed the game. Let me just catch you up real quick on what happened. Al Horford, thirty points, playoff career high, eleven from eleven of fourteen from the field, five of seven from the three-point line, plus twenty in plus-minus. He's had fifty-two points and twenty-four rebounds in his past two games. He has been an absolute monster, and it all began when Giannis dunked on him and had a few things to say afterwards. Al nodded his head and he said, he hit him with the, okay, okay. And whenever you annoy an old head and they hit you with the, okay, you know, you're in trouble. Cause he didn't bark back at Giannis. He said, okay. After the game, he said that play was what sparked a little fire inside him. And you saw what happened. The Boston Celtics had a great fourth quarter, 43 points. In the fourth quarter, Al Horford had 16 of them. He didn't miss a shot. Marcus Smart had nine. Jason Tame had 12. A masterful fourth quarter. BJ, that little that little trash talk from Giannis to get under our skin that made him flip the switch. You must know a thing or two about that. Talk to me about the veteran showing his poise yeah. and his calm in that situation. Well, I mean, look, I mean it's hard for me to get
1: into the trash talking. Like, okay, everyone talks trash. So I'm not really impressed with that. Okay, Giannis said something to him. I'm sure Alice says said something to him. I'm sure there's been a lot. I'm sure Marcus Smart and company, they're not choir boys. Okay, let's just say that. Okay,
0: Well, well Giannis <laughs> and Marcus Smart fell on the floor yeah. and, and Marcus was trying to help him up. Giannis was saying, no, thank you. Okay,
1: again, <laughs> again, uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, whatever. Okay, however, where I want to give Al credit for is al is not you know he's really improved as a three-point shooter but he's been exceptional in this series and tonight i mean they needed him i mean i don't know what he finished with as far as shooting but he's no i'm saying what he shot from three five seven yeah i mean he he seemed like he didn't miss but he made every big shot every big play and he showed up in big, big moments when things weren't looking so good for the celtics so give him credit Now, I don't know how many of those efforts he has left in the tank, but certainly he gave you what he had. And I want to give the big fella credit because, you know, Al showed up when the lights were the brightest. The big fella showed up. Now, here's what we know. Giannis will be back. That's what we know. And they're going to need another effort from someone else. Because they needed I mean, Jason Tatum. You know, he didn't have like a stellar game in the game before, and give him credit—he made some tough shots here. Last, uh,
0: you know, in, well, he finished the with the last- thirty, and and he had twelve of those in the fourth quarter. But it wasn't a—you didn't watch that game and think, "Wow, Jason Tatum pulled out." He was struggling for well, those first three some, quarters. He, well,
1: he made some big-time shots down the stretch. You know what? I, you, I, I, I'm okay. Go, get it, get it all out your system in the first three quarters. But when it Mm-hmm. When they needed him, big uh, he steps up. Al Horford and Jason Tatum stepped up. They made mm-hmm. big plays in big mm-hmm. moments. So overall, he he made the biggest shots. You know, I, I what I don't want is to make your make all your shots in the first three quarters. Then you can't buy a bucket in the fourth. So give Jason Tatum credit. He made some tough shots down the stretch. He showed up and um, played well. And, and you
0: know, and, and tonight I learned something about the Celtics. They're a tough team. Yep. And they did a lot of it with with Jalen Brown and foul trouble coming up. Uh, he was sat on the bench for a lot of that fourth quarter. He was in foul trouble. He picked up his fifth foul.
1: Well, I mean, someone's going to get in foul trouble because of, of Giannis, <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: you know, and the, and, the, and the time, Laura wasn't playing. So they were undermanned from the beginning. That's why it was that was why it was such an incredible effort by Al, because they needed every one of those 30 points to win this game. And they needed an effort like that, and they and they got it, and they, it was very timely here. Now, what is this going to translate? Who's going to show up next? Well, because clearly they need they need all of that. <laughs> okay, they, they need the interesting all of that.
0: stat, an interesting stat from Kevin O'Connor. He said the Celtics scored forty-one points when Al Horford set a screen in the pick and roll. Al Horford set a season high twenty-eight screens that led to a shot, foul, or turnover. That's an incredible 1.4 points per screen because what happened was the Bucs were giving a lot of attention to the ball handlers, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart even, who were coming off those screens and that was leaving Al Horford on the pick and pop game to be wide open or other guys to be open, swing the ball, find an open shooter. So it's going to be interesting to see how that Milwaukee defense adjusts. But there's a few things that stood out to me. First of all, Derek White, who struggled in terms of stats this series, he's been fantastic defensively. I don't remember seeing anyone score a bucket on him throughout that entire game. He he played amazingly. And then down the stretch, Stan Van Gundy pointed out on the broadcast that Marcus Smart figured something out, is that he can play bully ball against the guards of the Milwaukee Bucks because he's much stronger than them. And you saw him getting inside, getting into the paint and scoring those layups and scoring over those guys. And the one thing that Imer Doka said after the game is their game plan is to attack Drew Holiday to tire him out because they know Chris Middleton's not there and on offense, Drew's being asked to do more than what he usually does. So they're trying to tire him out and Drew Holiday really struggled to create his own buckets down the stretch here. And the one thing that I enjoyed the most, did you notice what they did in the fourth quarter, BJ? In terms of guarding Giannis because he had a monster game up until that point. They put Marcus Smart the defensive player of the year on Giannis, and he was trying to get his teammates to come screen for him to get markers off him. That's the defensive player of the year right there. He stepped up. He took charges on the seven-foot Greek freak. I thought it was a fantastic game. I was delighted. I thought the Bucs would steamroll this one and the series would be done. I was very surprised. I couldn't even say that I thought the Sucks would win. I was shocked at the performance. They kept it close enough. You know, if you keep it within 10 points, touching distance... Then the fourth quarter, the superstar step up in Jason Tatum, and tonight's unlikely superstar in Al Horford.
1: Yeah, I I said it was. What more can you say? You got to you got to applaud what you saw from the Celtics. Great win, great job. And after Game Three, you know I felt that the that the Milwaukee Bucks didn't think. that Milwaukee, that that Boston didn't have any counters to what they saw. And that's what I think happened. And because of circumstances tonight, they did put Marcus smart on Giannis, but I didn't think it was not, it wasn't because I I didn't think he didn't want that matchup. It was the matchup was being explored or exploited was Al Horford because Giannis really took advantage of that matchup. Now, We've we've seen this philosophy throughout, and I think Marcus probably has done it as well or better than anyone. Is he is setting himself up for the offensive charge? Mm-hmm. I think that's what Marcus is. What Marcus that was the point now. of
0: emphasis after the last game.
1: Yeah, so I I think that is clearly what they're trying to do, and again, Giannis, as you saw, and he made some of them tonight that he, he was shooting the mid range jump shot. So again, Giannis is going to have to make an adjustment to play against these guys. Now, other than that, you know, Al Horford really (laughs) to me is that there's nothing else to really talk about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really didn't anticipate you, you have to get, unlikely contribution.
0: And, uh, and this is what you say to me before every series. You're going to have to have a game where your superstars are going to carry you. You're going to have to game where you still one on the road. You're going to have to have a game where a role player steps up and wins you the game. And I don't know if it's disrespectful to call Al Horford a role player. But Al, Horford,
1: Al, Al, Hor- Al Horford is without question, he is a star role player. But, but- that's been his whole career. Now, he's been an all-star and so forth and so on. But Al Horford is not the first option. out. you're not going to play through Al in the sense where Big Fella go get me 25, 30 points. I think he had a career night tonight.
0: Playoff career. But high.
1: Al Horford, what he what he does, he's a star in his role. And that's what you're looking for. And, and what he does and his contributions often aren't, you know, in the, in the in the in the in the stat sheet, right? I mean, he's playing defense and give him credit. He's guarding Giannis for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So Grant right, Williams so, didn't have
0: his finest game after how good he's been throughout the yeah, series. I mean,
1: Al Horford is... Now, the thing is, as you get older, okay, now the series is going to be, what, every other day now, right? Every other day? Yeah, 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 yeah. The
0: series okay. is coming, fast So, now.
1: you know, Al is 35. I want to see what the big gonna have <laughs> is going to have in the next game. And well, then, then in the next game. And then in the next game. Because let me tell you something. You know what? When you're 35... You got one game and you like that.
0: <laughs> but can
1: you repeat that? And that's the key. So, so there's two things here,
0: BJ. The first thing I said is, you know, shout out to Philly or Miami, because whoever comes out of this series, talking about the Celtics and the Bucks is going to be absolutely beat down for the Eastern Conference Finals. I've never seen a series with so many bodies just being on the floor at all times. People are flying everywhere. The other thing,
1: nah, man. Well, yeah, come on, come on, you come on. Yeah, this
0: yeah, is nothing. This you is you heart. know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? I mm-hmm. mean recently. Come on, you you know what I mean? Come on, come on, man. This, okay. The other thing is, BJ. I've decided to move. I'm relocating. Do you know Cola. where I'm relocating to?
1: Well, Boston.
0: Nope. I'm going to Oklahoma City. Because Al Horford went there for a year, came back playing like this. Chris Paul went there for a year came back and went to the NBA finals and they had the best regular season record in the NBA. I don't know what these guys are doing in that one year that they get dumped in Oklahoma, but they get to rest, they get to recover. They get to work on their body. They get to have the mental reset of not having the pressure of contending. And then they get to come back and do what they do best. So We, we like to
1: praise people here. I mean, we like to give, okay. We know what they're doing in Oklahoma. We know what they're doing. <laughs> now, okay, we know what they're doing. You know, I go by many names, and one of the names is Real Name, No Gimmicks. <laughs> we know what they're doing in Oklahoma. They are acquiring picks, they are acquiring draft picks, Mo. <laughs> okay. And it's one of the things that we have to discuss about this league because now, you know, these metrics that everyone likes to point out, you could see the effects of the game and you could see how distant it is away from what we want to applaud, which is the execution and performance of the game. We're, we don't want to continue to have to talk about these analytical metrics that everyone is throwing around. And now they are really affecting how we watch the game. Oh. Okay. All right. So we know what's going on. So let's, we can bypass that because if we want to stop there at Oklahoma, we can talk about the advanced yeah, metrics.
0: We'll keep that for the summer. We'll keep that for the summer. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a few metrics right okay. now. I'm, I'm going to keep you with okay. a few metrics right now. Okay. The Celtics turned the ball over a lot more than the Bucs did tonight. 11 turnovers to seven. The Celtics committed more fouls, 25 fouls to the Bucks, 17. Okay. The Celtics got out-rebounded 38-48 to 48 by the Bucs. Now, anytime you look at these numbers, 99% of the time, the other team would have won that game. So for the Celtics to go in on the road, tie this series up, it was a monumental win. My question to you, BJ, is if you had to call it now, it becomes a best of three series. Who do you have winning two of the next three games? Well,
1: well, well, you, you, you,
0: listen, you you know who I went
1: with before, so I'm going to stick with Milwaukee. However, this is a real this is a real toss up and it's a real battle. Will I be shocked? No, I will not be shocked because Boston showed me something today. This team has some fight in them. Okay. Mm-hmm. This team there they they responded when their back was up against the wall. And they responded. And they went out there and they played. And you know, the thing that's interesting is I think it was game two where they shot really well from three. You know, I think they made about 14 threes again tonight, or mm-hmm. some, somewhere yep. around. Yep. There. And the w- one thing I am noticing in the playoffs is the team that makes the most threes more times than not are winning these,
0: winning these games. You live by it, you die by it too, though. So that trend might not okay. continue.
1: Well, it, it might not. But the three-point shot will continue to be there for them, right? Because they are averaging somewhere between 35 to 43s a night.
0: Yeah, the Milwaukee defense, schematically, what they've done for years upon years now with Mike Budenhauser as their coach, they are happy to give up three points. As long as the three-point shots aren't from the corner, which Boston done a great job of seeking out. But they are more than happy to wall off the paint, make life tough in the mid-range, and make you shoot threes. That's what Milwaukee so, are giving. So that's what I'm going to continue to look at. Now,
1: the Milwaukee Bucks are going to have to shoot at a higher clip from three. And the reason being is they need to create some space for Giannis. All right, now, I don't know where Grayson Allen and these guys have been for the last couple games or what have you but there's these guys are gonna have to like step up okay and 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 and, you know they inserted Grayson Allen I believe into the starting lineup again and when you get six seven points from your starting two guard that's not that's not a good sign yeah they put Bobby on the bench right they put Bobby and and I get why they put Bobby on the bench but Bobby didn't play a lot for some reason tonight okay he didn't play I don't know if he was injured or what have you but they're going to need contributions, especially from their parental, whether it's Pat Connington
0: or, or the other kid, yeah. Grayson Allen. Pat, Pat Connington One knocked of, down three, and and, and where's Matthews knocked down three, but Grayson Allen, okay. this isn't yeah. a good series the, for him so far.
1: Yeah, so he's going to... Now, the thing about him is, okay, I, I get it. He, he may not be a good defender, but he's got to defend with much more... Um, discipline than what he's doing he jumps at everything and i haven't seen a kid block a shot all year (laughs) so why is he jumping (laughs) okay (laughs) you you know what i mean like okay like you're jumping at everything and just have the discipline to stay down stay stay disciplined contest the shot and if he makes it so be it but right now he he hasn't found a matchup that can't be exploited on the other end right whether yeah you know whether that's Marcus Smart, whether that's you know, you know um, the
0: uh, Jalen Brown, you know, Jalen Brown, Derek or White, he's, Derek White.
1: He's he's got to find someone that he can match up with. Payton Pritchard is the only one. Yeah, it, it, okay. <laughs> Pat Connington is the same.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so everyone's talking about offensively with Chris Middleton, and yeah, he would, but he would at least provide a more disciplined defender. Where you could have yeah. multiple defenders Because right now That's where I I, I see the biggest Drop well, off is what they're doing on the defensive
0: end the, the the one that stands out for me Is how great Brooke Lopez is Protecting the paint But this, the real standout for me I was tweeting about this earlier Wes Matthews He told the Lakers last year A year ago He said I want to run it back with the Lakers They chose not to re-sign him They went for Ken Baysmore And Avery Bradley instead So when the season started Wesley Matthews was sat at home Without an NBA contract The Bucs picked him up in December, December 21st, and he has had a huge impact. Even though they didn't win tonight, he had a huge impact. Jason Tatum really struggled, although it might not seem like it because he finished with 30 points. But those first three quarters, he really struggled. And this is what I noticed from Milwaukee. And, you know, I spoke to some of my friends about this. They were forcing Tatum to go left because they don't want him to go right because he's more comfortable when he goes right getting to his side step three or his step back three. They're forcing him to put the ball on the floor and go to his left hand. Now, this is what Miami did in the bubble against Jason Tatum, if you watch it closely. So that's something I'm keeping an eye on because when you look at it in the fourth quarter, the reason why he went went off for 12 points in the fourth is he was more patient with his dribble and he managed to get back to his right hand when attacking at the basket. So that's going to be interesting to see how that matchup develops because I think they did a great job on Jason Tatum and forcing him into shots that he doesn't want to take naturally and making them a lot harder for him. So that's one to keep an eye out for in the next game. But credit to him for staying aggressive, getting to the free throw line a few times, seeing the ball go through the hoop. That can really boost your confidence. But that wasn't the only game we had on tonight. BJ, the Golden State Warriors and 3-1 leads are kind of synonymous amongst NBA fans now. But they took one against the Memphis Grizzlies, who were without Jamarant. Murray. Golden State Warriors were without coach Steve Kerr, who went down with COVID just minutes before the game. So, about that? yeah, yeah. I hope he gets better soon. Best wishes out to Steve. Um, but the Golden State Warriors, for me, they put on a true veteran performance tonight. The they kind of stayed around. They stayed around. Memphis was leading for the entire game. Memphis led for the entire game up until... I think it's 45.7 seconds left in the fourth. Memphis led for the entire game up until the final 45 seconds. And Steph Curry went to the free throw line about six times to ice out that game. A big block from Draymond Green down the stretch. But Memphis, and all credit to them, they've got a lot of practice without, without Jamal He wasn't in the team tonight. They had a good game. Um, you know, I like to make notes while I watch these games, BJ. And, um, My big takeaway from this was Dylan Brooks was playing for the Warriors tonight. He had some of the worst shot selection I have ever seen in a playoff game. He went two from nine from three, five from 19 from field, but it's not the numbers and the efficiency in which he did it. Some of the the decisions that he made were absolutely horrendous. And you got a chance to win this one without your best player on the road, tie up the series, heading back home, just like the Celtics did. But some of the decisions and some of the shots that he chose to take, they were absolutely outrageous. If I was if I was a Grizzlies fan, I'd be going crazy because they did a good job at the start. They went big, put Steven Adams back into the lineup. Jaron Jackson Jr. was a force on both ends. He didn't foul out as he usually does. Uh, he had a huge impact. He had five blocks defensively as well. The length was bo- bothering the Golden State shooters. The length was bo- bothering them in the passing lane. And Memphis played a good game. And they were up for the majority of it. They just couldn't close it out because the championship DNA of the Golden State Warriors really showed through. What were your takeaways from this game?
1: Very disappointing game if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies because they did everything except win the game. Just to sum it up. They Mm -hmm. did everything except win the game. They had a good game plan. They ran their offense. They got to their stuff. They played the game with better spacing. You could see the effects of you know them playing minus John Morant. Okay. Um, and you know, I want I wanna give a shout out to the big fella, okay. To the big fella there. John Jackson Jr. No, no, no. Oh, no, Steven no, Adams. Stephen Steven Adams, yeah. Oh, I cool. It, I wanna give it I wanna give a shout out to the big fella, Steven Adams. You know, Jaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. He he's seven feet, but he's shooting threes. I'm when I say big fella, I mean someone <laughs> that's down there, you know, doing the dirty work. Where we the, in the trenches, left, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Adams. Now, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big Stephen Adams fan because I, I like bigs, and I thought the big fella did a really nice job. He plays like a big. He plays like a big man. You know what? It, you, you know, when you're tall and you're doing these things as a guard, it's it, 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 it it's pretty. It's cute. It's nice. You know, uh, he's. He he can step out. He's seven feet. No, be big. And so I want to give him credit. And they did everything except win this game. But, Mo, you're absolutely right. Some of the decision-making, especially down the stretch, in a playoff atmosphere on the road was very questionable. And in particular, you know, I know they're young guys and young players, and many of these guys don't have a lot of playoff experience. But you can see the difference between the execution of a team like Golden State. And you can see the difference between a young team. And that's just unacceptable, Mo, if you're gonna be a good team. So they play it hard, but you you, you also have to make good decisions if you're gonna win a game, especially against a quality opponent like the Golden State Warriors. So give the Warriors credit. They did not play particularly well this evening. But they hung around I'm, I'm, and they hung around
0: enough to win this ball game. I want to I want to give some credit to Otto Jr., who I think had a great game, especially defensively. He made some big plays. He had a couple of big steals there in the fourth quarter swinging the momentum. Yet he, he only had 12 points, which isn't too impressive. He was four of six from downtown. And they were That's much impressive ne- coming off were, the bench. That's impressive. Much needed. much needed yeah. three-pointers. And they're still managing his minutes. They don't want him playing over 25. One thing I couldn't figure out is why they kept Kaminga in the starting lineup. Because they had Gary Payton Jr. and Gary Payton in the second, sorry. Well, I can right tell you what. I can tell, you what. I can tell you what. And then Kaminga to guard job, but
1: there's no I job. can tell you what. I get, you know, if, if if I were coaching the team and, you know, and, and hopefully Steve Kerr, Coach Kerr gets back on, on the sideline. I know he's battling. I think it was reported COVID. Yes. You know, this game, you know, we always talk about skill and all those things. But one of the things, Mo, you got to have, you got to have a certain level of athleticism on the floor and i think though if i were coaching that team as well i would put Kaminga out there because if you're going to if you're going to have you know a gary payton out there playing as a starter you want to at least be able to replace that with the with similar type athleticism but on the floor
0: they played him for 5 minutes
1: okay again I, I, now that's that's coaching you know that's You know, Coach Brown, you know, when you're coaching, you will have a game plan. But that's my biggest that's my biggest criticism of coaches is are you coaching your system or are you coaching the game? Mm. (laughs) Okay. I've I've heard you say that enough times. he, he, He 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 must have seen something that you and I didn't see. That. Uh, said whatever. You know what I mean? That's why these guys get paid the big bucks. That's why these guys watch film 10 times a game. So I'm going to defer to him on that. But if I were coaching the team, I would definitely want to put a level of athleticism out there because these guys have some athletes. Now they're minus their best athlete right now, but I would make sure at least I can match up with the athleticism during the game because those guys are so athletic and athletes play with a lot of energy. So I think that's why Kaminga started. But there must have been something in there that got him out of it. I only think he played like five or six minutes. Yep. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I think overall, you, you, you got to continue to find a way to get a level of athleticism because they're going to need him as they continue to. It looks like they're going to advance. They're going to need him as, uh, you know, this. the playoffs goes
0: on. Well, we'll sound what I'm finding interesting now is every team looks beatable. Every team we've seen now in the playoffs so far, they look Absolutely. beatable. But the, the one team that we don't need to worry about looking beatable because they've really been beaten and they're sitting at home watching on TV is the team home to the resident back-to-back MVP, Nikola Jokic. It hasn't been announced by the NBA but it was announced by Adrian Wojnarowski and everyone on the internet that Nikola Jokic is winning his second MVP award this season. Now, a lot of people have had a lot of things to say. First and foremost, congratulations, Nikola Jokic. But BJ, a lot of a lot of the American media have been unhappy with this. We're going to get into it later on the Sky Sports Heat Check, but I wanted to know from you. How does this sit with you, Nikola Jokic winning this despite not being in the playoffs and finishing the sixth seed? How does that sit with you?
1: Well Mo, listen, it's a big question. And you you know this, and, and our listeners know this. I'm a huge fan of Jokic. So this isn't this has nothing to do with him. And I'm a huge fan of MB huge fan of Giannis and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the game, you know, in the end, it's all about the game. Oh, it's not about, Boys. you know, it's, it, you know, we'd love to talk about this guy, that guy, what have you. It's all about the game. It's all about, you know, the game itself. That, that's, that's the most important thing. The game is the star here and it shall yes. remain the star. Okay. That's, let's say that now you say, what, what, what do I think about it? Okay, well, I'm really concerned about the game because what does that? What are we saying with these awards? Okay, what are we saying? Like, what is what are these awards represent? Okay, and the only thing I will say about it is today signify to me what I've been probably saying now for the last fifteen or twenty years. But today was the final day. It's just like it was the final day that I finally said, it's the MVP, okay, is no longer an award for the best player in the league anymore. It's over. It's done now. It's done. The game now is a, it's, 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 it's moved in a direction mode where now we're not talking about the game, we're talking about stats we're talking about the advanced metrics and we're talking about everything except the game itself. And at one point here, there was a certain criteria that that award had and what it meant and what everyone who played that game understood. And today it just, it's over. It's done and it has nothing to do with NB. It has, I'm not, it has nothing to do with Jokic. This has nothing to do with him. Okay. He is a phenomenal basketball player, so forth and so on. But today, that's what the, that's what happened today. And I'm okay with it where it's at. And, and, and let's move forward because you know what? It, it's, it's not the, it's not the player or the individual player. It's just, that's what it is now. So as long as we're, we understand what it is, but I don't want to hear anything about who's the best player. I don't want to hear anything anymore about who this is the best league. I don't want to hear any more about, well, I don't want to hear any of that. Let's just keep it. What it is now It's the advanced metrics. It's your regular season award. <laughs> and let's just keep it there. And, and, and I don't want to discuss about any of that. Because at one point, this was the best. This is and has built itself off being the very best, the very best, okay? I don't want to hear any more about any of that other stuff. Just talk to me about your metrics, and I'll play along with that. But when you start saying the best, because this is the league that was built off the best. This is the very best league in the world. Everyone says that it's the best, but then we have dip, we move we move the the, the, the the criteria when it's convenient to make you an argument. When the game is the star, the game is the star. So I'm okay with it, but I I don't I don't I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Because well, it's not worth me talking about. Well,
0: bad news for you, BJ. The producers of Sky Sports want us to talk about it. Well, so we can talk about it. I'm not gonna and, dodge it. And I'm not gonna say anything now, but yeah, I'm just gonna but, let but, you guys know to tune in well, uh, to that show because we'll, well be we talking can, about it tune more in. over I,
1: I will listen like everyone else, but I just want to hear your 82 games mm-hmm. metrics. I don't want to hear anything about who's the best. I don't want to hear about who what it what it means. I don't want to hear about, you know, this guy takes his game up in the in the playoffs. I don't want to hear any of that. I just want to hear you give me these 82 games. Yes. I don't want to hear about who won the most games, who lost the most game. Just give me your stats. Tell me what the stats. Let's yeah, compare the we stats. Can, we can have a conversation then, without the
0: stats. We could no,
1: but, we, we can everyone we, likes we, to we, assume Jokic
0: only won because of stats.
1: No, 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 we don't have to assume. The The amount of time you said metrics and stats in the last two minutes. No, let's not assume anything. Let's just call it what it is. Like, we don't have to assume. we do not like, well, what are you really saying? No, no subliminal shots. Just call it like it is. This is where it's at now. This is where it's at. So, all right, that's fine. This is, these are the people that are voting. That's fine. I want to vote. you and I, I vote.
0: I, and you, who do I going to talk to and, to get a vote in this? Because I'm, I'm tired and, of these clients. I need to vote in this MVP conversation next year. Whoever's listening to the league, let me know.
1: And this is what we know. The people who are voting, they're not even watching the game. Mm-hmm. This is what we know. This, is, this isn't what we heard. What we know is these people aren't even watching the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see a okay. lot of people, you know, I've seen... I've seen uh, so, I saw someone on TV, and I'm not going to name them, um, out of respect, but they were talking about a player who they were excited to see playing in the game that evening, who has been out injured for a very long time. Conversely, they were talking about a player who wasn't going to be there, who had actually returned from injury, and they would have known a lot of this yeah, had they it's, watched it's, the games it's... recently. So a lot of these people you see on TV, they're not like me and BJ. No, it, they're it, not up to It's for not the even the people who on TV. The people who are voting, but that's most of them who are voting. The, it's
1: clear that the <laughs> system is flawed. Okay, it's clear that the system is flawed, and it's clear that the people who are voting aren't even watching. So it's a, it's like a, it's like a double whammy. And again, I want to say this to be very clear: this has nothing to do with the players. This is about us. Okay, it's about us who are now. And, and I'm gonna tell you something else too. That's really starting to bother me is all of these teams are promoting and all these PR things for players to win awards and yeah, all of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, again, I, I, I I'm done with it now, Mo. I'm I, again, real name, no gimmicks,
0: <laughs>
1: no gimmicks. The game is the star. All of this other stuff, they're nice. It's nice to to be recognized. But your commitment is to the game, and I'm not going to get put into that because these are terrific players. All these players are coming out here giving their best effort, but then it's uh, the the system is flawed, and then we're going to sit back and act like 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 everything is okay. Well, well The system
0: has been the same since 1981, so you know it, to change that is going to be quite monumental. We're going to have to get into that later on. I hear I hear where you're coming from. Um, I have a few thoughts on it too that I'll share with you guys So make sure you tune in The Heat Check Sky Sports 9 o'clock If you're in the UK Tuesday night uh, Also available on YouTube Later on this week I thought I'd tell you guys We do a few other shows So you'll see us there We've got a few more things Coming soon But in the meantime We're going to be here Every morning for you guys Breaking down the action Tonight I'm going to just need Two quick names from you BJ Two quick names Philly versus Miami Who you got for tonight's game tied up a 2-2 in Miami?
1: I, I I want Philly to win. I, say, I really do. Why say, I want say, Philly say. to win? I want Philly to win because I, I want to see the big fella get over the hump. I really do. Big fella's been through a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Big fella, mm-hmm. big fella, big fella's been carrying this. And, all, I mean, he's been carrying this drama and who's available, who's not covid injuries, injuries. He's playing
0: with three injuries right now. Three injuries. A mask yeah, I mean, a taped I, I, up hand.
1: I'm just rooting I'm rooting for the big fella. I'm rooting for him. Okay. However, I think it's a, I think it's a tall task and Tobias Harris is averaging around 17-18 points game as a as the fourth option, which to me is like wow. This kid Tyrese Maxey, wow. But James Harden, you don't know what you're gonna get. Like, okay, like, it's so in the, you, the you, game is in Miami. Yeah, and and you don't know what you're gonna get. So, I do know that I'm rooting for the big fella. Yeah, I do who's, know who's that they're gonna have to prediction? double team him. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think that if they can win, I think they can win Game Seven. I don't know if they can win Game Five.
0: Okay, but who's gonna win Game Five is the question.
1: Well, Miami, I think Miami okay. is gonna win
0: Game Five. I think Philly can I do can, it. Bam I, I had a bio it, disappears when Joel and
1: I like out. them. I like them in game seven.
0: Okay. The reason, okay. Like yeah. game seven, the reason I like him in
1: game seven, or at least I like him in game seven is because
0: when you get to the game seven, that's a different, that's a different that's type that's the of superstars pressure. turn. And the only superstar in the series is NBA. Well, hey,
1: well when I say I,
0: superstar, I, I say not star, not all star, superstar.
1: Well, That's I, I,
0: I just think they. I think they can
1: win Game Seven.
0: I, I think I they can win Games they, Five and Six, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Go, I'm not going that because you're going to need efforts from.
0: Have you seen the injury I, not, report? I, I don't, the,
1: what is it? What's the injury report? What's the
0: everyone's a, injury? Everyone's Every everyone's injured. out. Everyone is apparently out for Miami. Apparently, Tyler Herro, PJ Tucker, Carl Lowry, all these guys are out. Apparently, if they clear them just before tip off and take the fifty thousand dollar fine, yeah, that's all yeah. of the story. But then I'm going to need another quick name. Phoenix at home, two to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Dodgers Phoenix. in the building. Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm going to okay, say this. Have,
1: I'm going to say this about Phoenix. I'm going to say this in this Phoenix series. I'm very concerned, as you know, Mo. Mm-hmm. but whoever wins game five will win the series I think i'm that's, gonna pick yeah. phoenix i'm gonna pick phoenix but whoever wins game five will win the
0: series mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i hope that's what that's I what i hope see. i hope for their sake they win game five and I hope for their sake they win this series. Otherwise conversations will need to be had and they'll be happening right here on the Hoop Genius Podcast. So make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're following the show on Spotify, subscribed on Apple, subscribed on YouTube, subscribed wherever you get your podcast from, it's free to subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review and a rating if you enjoyed the show. If you're still listening to us, I assume you have enjoyed it. So we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us bring you the best from around the world of the NBA. We're going to be back tomorrow morning. Hopefully, hopefully the games are close because these 6 a.m. finishes ain't getting any easier. But we do this because we love it. BJ, we'll be back tomorrow. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Much like Al Horford, you know what other people have got to do? I'm going to make sure that they get buckets.